Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that explains why I didn't recognize it. And that explains why I only know it from TikTok. Because I have I've actually heard that show is really good though and kind of bisexual. The Tangled TV show? Yeah. Re- and kind of bisexual. Yeah, apparently really? apparently there's um tension between Rapunzel and a female side character on that show called Cassandra. Oh my god. Such a bisexual name. I know. Cassandra. That's such I know. a gay name. I know. Very gay. It's pretty gay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our podcast. This is the podcast of Sun Dragon. Good New Year. Happy New Year. I'm Jillian. I'm Maggie. And welcome to um the year of our Lord, 2023. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Let's not. Let's not. Let's make it go backwards. The, the, how about how about the the year of our dragon prince? The uh, year of the our year of our dragon, dragon prince. Twenty twenty three. It still makes it feel twenty three. Sounds very scary. Doesn't it? It just feel, It feels like it feels incorrect. Death is imminent. Death is imminent. The world's um will collapse very soon. Um. But let's talk about books. But let's talk about books for like five minutes. How about that? And by five minutes, I mean like 45 minutes. Um, because that's what we do here. Anyway, so we have our New Year's episode for you today. We're going to talk about the best books of note of our year. We have a few different categories to go through. Yeah. A few different awards to give out. Very yeah. prestigious awards. Get Very your stickers ready for oh, your yeah. books. Move over Pulitzer. <laughs> Move over Pulitzer. This is our time. Yeah, this is our time to shine. And we're going to tell you what we thought about books. Now, um, here's, I think you and I both, as well as many of our listeners, mm-hmm. um, this was a year that everybody, I think, was discovered spicy books. Became a smut slut. Became yeah. a smut slut. Yeah. <laughs> yes, became a smut slut, became an avid reader again. Yeah. Probably picked up after a very long reading slump for a lot of people. Yeah. I've been in a years-long reading slump. Yeah. Like, since college. Yeah. And it's just funny to think, like... Of, I, I love that TikTok trend that people have been doing of, like, January me asking how I'm doing now. And mm-hmm. November me is like, if only you knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> Turns out all I needed was one book of fairy porn to just spark <laughs> just, just a slew of rancid smut. Um, and a few regular books as well. A handful. Yeah. Yeah, a handful. <laughs> one of which inspired this podcast. Um, which we'll talk about and uh, get into. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, Happy New Year. I hope your 2022 was as filled with... <laughs> 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 I 
filled. <laughs> I just got such a look from Joe. Um, just filled with so much literature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literature. literature. I knew yes. you were going to say it. But yeah, so we've, we've, um, it was really hard to rank all of our books, like, in order. I think, I read, I think, about 27, 28 books this year, mm-hmm. um, and you read... I read 54, 54, but many of them were, like, under 300 pages. They were, so, like, little baby books. Yeah. Well, good for you either way. Very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. My goal was 52. Once okay. I started reading again, I was like... It would be, my goal has always been 52 and I've never hit it. Yeah. Well, I've done more than two books a month. So that's That's great. That's commendable. Considering the year that I have had, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am very, (laughs) very proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So what, what category do you want to do first? Um... What do we think? Cutest cupcake? Oh my gosh. We want to sure. St- we want to start with cutest Let's cupcake. Let's start with Where's- cutest cupcake. So cutest cupcake, this is the book that like just made you ugh, just squeal. So cute. Adorable. For me, that was Cat Cafe Christmas. Oh, I'm not absolutely gonna lie. it was. It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I have never squealed and kicked my little legs in such delight. Yeah. At how freaking cute that book was. Yeah. Um, just adorable. You've heard me talk about it uh, in our last Holiday Rex podcast. If you haven't listened to our ho- Holiday Rex podcast, please do. We have Taylor on there. Our, yeah, my sister-in-law Taylor. Taylor, who's also who, one of our very good friends. Yes, and it is just the best time. So fun. Um, but yeah, so for, for me, ca- cutest cupcake was Cat Cafe Christmas. Runner up mm-hmm. was Legends and Lattes. Yeah. 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 Because it just was so just the cutest little Mm -hmm. babies throughout Mm -hmm. that whole book. Mm -hmm. What about you? Cutest Cupcake. Cutest Cupcake has to go to a manga um, called Wotakoi. Now, I really went back and forth between Wotakoi and I know I talked about about Sweat and Soap being very cute and very sweet. I know I said it like 20 times. (laughs) You did. Um, But, and it was. However, Wotakoi doesn't have any spice. It's an ensemble cast. There's several different couples going on and they're all friends and they're all big nerds and it's the cutest fucking shit. Was that the other series you That's gave me? That's the other one I gave you in that big bag. Great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got a big bag of books. Yeah, well, her. it was a big bag of manga. It's probably <laughs> like six hours of manga. <laughs> but yeah, I did. That is the other series that I gave you. It's so cute <laughs> and so sweet. And doesn't have any spice. Which is fine. So, so, so it's not like a hot honey. It's just a regular honey. So that's why it won over Sweat and Soap for Cutest Cupcake Award. Now, my runner-up was also Legends, Legends and, and lattes. lattes. Yeah. My runner-up was also Legends and Lattes because that's just chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. That's just ch- chicken soup in my D&D themed thermos. Yeah, I think it really defined like the cozy fantasy genre Absolutely. for 2021. Absolutely. 2022. Way to go, Travis. Whatever whatever year this is that mm-hmm. we're wrapping up. What are we wrapping up? 2022. Oh. <laughs> I said 21. Sure, 21 oh as well. It's probably it was probably published in 21. Mm. Okay, what about um moving on to something a little more sinister? What about your DNF fail? Did not finish. Okay, so I was reading this werewolf series. The first one was called Moon Touched. 
I've of, seen that one. And it's one. the Zodiac Wolf series. I DNF'd the second book in the series because I liked it a lot. I liked the first one a lot. But by like halfway through the second one, I'm like, okay, I know what's going on here. And why is everyone so stupid and not seeing what's going on here? <laughs> and also, why is the main guy being so insufferable and like immovable mm. on this issue when it's very clear that <laughs> she did not have ill intent in any of the things that happened like like the thing that happened is like she got stolen by like her mates Mm -hmm. pack and she allowed herself to be stolen because they had cornered the children of the love interests pack and were going to burn them if she didn't go she sacrificed herself went yeah and then um, you know, the magic of the mating bond is like pulling her, but it's like a fabricated mating bond. Like it was forced by witches. Oh, wow. And turns out this guy is actually her brother. <laughs> and, and he's like, you left me for him. And she's like, obviously I don't want to be there. I didn't <laughs> renounce my, tri- my, my tribe, my pack. I still have your pack's mark on me. I still have your pack's shit. I didn't renounce my pack. Or you, I went here to protect your cub, like your pups, in your pack. And I was obviously fighting this whole time. But no, go ahead and just continue to be suspicious of me because of this. And meanwhile, I know I've already deduced that it was done by witches. And the fact that they are actually mates, but it was suppressed and overridden by the magic. Right. And mean, but meanwhile, they are too stupid. Yeah. And I, so I already knew the end, so I DNF. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So sometimes, sometimes the main characters, they're such horribly uh, unreliable narrators to the point where even us readers are like, no, that's, that seems pretty suspicious, but you're not, yeah, <laughs> you're I not are, picking up what they're I putting down. I already knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And... I was really annoyed by, that's, that's, by the man in that's, this scenario. Um, that's disappointing because that was so a series that I was interested in. There was like one good spice scene in the first one. It's the one that's in all the TikTok videos. Oh, uh, so that's where I picked it up. Uh-huh. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. It's the only one. Oh, man. And then in the second book, I was like halfway through or something. And I still it was the only one. Mm. And it became it began to become insufferable. Yeah. And I knew how it was going to end. So I was like, there is no amount of spice that is incoming that is worth this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is worth this suffering that I am doing. (laughs) Um, So I DNF'd. That's Um, disappointing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, It happens. (laughs) I love how it's like, it's like you lost it. Like, lost a friend. Like, uh, I just I'm couldn't. I'm so sorry. I gave up on that relationship. I gave up on that relationship. I cut them out of my life. I did. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I cut him off. Um, For me, the DNF, Um, I told you I really, really struggled finding a Christmas mm-hmm. wreck. And I read, like, uh, two books before I found Cat Cafe Christmas. You really did. Um, I don't know why the universe just really didn't want me to find one. Um, but I had found a Nutcracker retelling called Midnight in Everwood. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited about it. Yeah. Because it was a Nutcracker retelling and I am a huge Nutcracker fan. Right. <clears throat> and I just started reading it. Of course, my, my other problem is I read it right after Gideon the Ninth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that... That is a problem. That is a problem. <laughs> 
But I started reading it and it just was so much. Mm -hmm. There are some authors that really just do the most. Yeah. Not in like a fun way. Not in a, oh my God, they're so crazy. They're just really trying so hard. They're trying so hard. She like, I feel like every single word she did that like thesaurus.com. Like, let me find another word for this word and add that in instead. Words that no one really wants to use. Yeah. And I had to look up so many. And then there was just so many scenes. I was in chapter three and we were still like, we still had no, nothing happening. (laughs) Nothing was happening. Oh my God. We were describing the house in such vivid detail. She was describing her dance class in such vivid detail. She was describing her brother in such vivid detail. One, two, skip a few. And I was just like, when are we going to like get anywhere i feel like like it it really gets to be a lot when they do that and it's like you really just need to pick and choose like pick and choose the things that are really important for me to have any detailed description of and pick like two and cut the rest exposition is Uh, so important so but is it this important is it no (laughs) nothing is that important and it just was so much fluff over nothing and i just couldn't finish it so then um, and this is, I'm going to move to my runner up, was my second book that I tried. This was a contemporary romance and it was holiday themed and it was called Why I Held Your Hand. Mm-hmm. And it was super cute. And this girl um, lives in a town called North Powell mm-hmm. instead of like North Pole. Oh, um, kind of wow I didn't get that That and it's this little town that's like has like a lot of Victorian architecture Mm -hmm. and she's trying to like build up the marketing and get more people to come so she hires these marketing directors and she immediately like has an attraction with one of them one of these marketing guys and it's like they start getting heading it off and dating but then she has to work more closely with like the creative one Mm. and she starts falling for the creative one and the whole time, it's a cheating trope, right? It's a love, it's a love triangle. It's a cheating trope. Listen, and every time I read a love triangle, I'm like, what if we were a thruple? <laughs> Why what can't if, we just do both? What if we were just all in love? Yeah. Um. Or like, what if? Just don't do this. Like, it just for yeah, me. Just don't do it. The whole time, I could tell that the author was trying to antagonize the boyfriend, the original boyfriend, and the whole time I'm like, he has a point. He's got a point. <laughs> He's got a real point. Yeah, yeah. And the whole time I'm just like, I hate everyone. I hate a cheating trope. I hate it. It's really, I hate it. I don't get it. Why are we, and and it's just like, it's just bad and it's awful and it's toxic and I just was so angry by, yeah. by the time and I couldn't finish it. Yeah. Because obviously the, her and the creative guy get together at Listen, the end. If there's going to be a triangle, there better be a thruple at the end. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. saying. Well, and this was my favorite part, the the spicy scene between those two, because she had spicy scenes with her boyfriend. The spicy scene with those two was like this forbidden, like we can't touch, but we're going to describe in very vivid detail what we would do to each other. And then it started to become this weird, like, dry humping through our underwear type mm-hmm, scenario. Mm-hmm. And it just, I was just reading it and just vomiting. Yeah. I was like, you guys are so cringe. Yeah. This is awful. I'm cringing. I'm <laughs> crawling out of my skin. It's I'm throwing awful. up. I'm literally crawling into my grave and hoping you bury me um, because I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot stress enough, that's how I felt. 
<laughs> that's how I felt. Yep. I'm, yep. Totally understand. I, it was awful. Totally understand. Totally get that. So yeah, those were my DNFs. Um, Midnight Never were definitely terrible. And then the runner up was just awful. Yeah. Awful. I feel like Moon Touch might not have been that bad if you <laughs> were not as smart as me. <laughs> <laughs> If you weren't as perceptive as Jillian. If you were as perceptive of picking up her really heavy-handed hints as to what was really going on. um, You might have enjoyed it. You might have been able to finish the second book. But I couldn't. Um, And I'm so sorry to this woman. I I really liked the first one for the the most part. For the most part. Um, I liked some of the side characters better than I liked... Ain't that the truth? I liked his sister way better than him. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like, like what if they were gay though? Yeah, <laughs> what I, if, what if? Yeah, I feel like that's a big like, especially like young adult novels. I feel like that's a huge problem. With like the main characters are often so boring, and we all want to just know more about the best friend. Me reading Akatar, <laughs> like why are why are we obsessed with Tamlin when Lucian is right there? <laughs> Lucian is right there. What? You really, like, you they really... vibed. You really are going to get with Anakin Skywalker when Daddy Juan Kenobi is right <laughs> there? Like, in what worlds? No. Um, what was your spiciest pepper? So, I didn't read, obviously, as many... I didn't read as many, like, super spicy books as you did. fix that next year. <laughs> There's your New Year's revolution for, for you. I'm I'm in, imposing a New Year's resolution on you. That's a great, that's great. You know? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so for me, mm-hmm. Dragon's Bride. Oh, yeah. Because, and it was Good. specifically the se- one, damn, that dirty talk, first of all. <laughs> Whoa. Girly pop. It was so Whoa. Good. I mean, I'm all for a good, like, um, what is it, praise kink? Um, uh-huh. But, um... The scene where she finishes like like seven or eight times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I was I knew floored. I was I knew I was done for when he ate her out on the table. <laughs> and if like she described like his jaws like around her like ab like biting into her abdomen and her butt and I was like, Why why is that doing it for me? <laughs> Um, this has awakened something in me, um, uh, uh, it's in my mind, Mm -hmm. um, an illness, some would call it a mental illness. Yeah. Um, this this was your intro to monster romances. I feel like, yeah, Dragon's Bride was my, my, uh, my gateway drug into monster romance and now I'm insufferable. It's so good. It's so good. And, and I, that's one of the only monster romances I've read, but man, Right. If I could picture just a man, mm-hmm. regular man for me, it was good. Um, runner up for Spiciest Pepper for me mm-hmm. because of the dirty talk specifically mm-hmm. was Electric Idol. Oh my God. Okay. Eros. <sighs> Literally step on. I, I, do you guys need a third? <laughs> because I'm available. <laughs> my cheeks were i was blush i'm blushing right now because the that dirty talk from eros really um it was so good rocked my world it was so good so good she's like we have an hour and he's like i'm setting an alarm because i'm gonna lose track of time i'm gonna lose track of time (laughs) i'm screaming and i'm crying and i'm throwing up are you kidding (laughs) 
Are you joking me? Are you, you're, you're, are you fucking with me? Are you fucking me? Can you be fucking me? (laughs) Electric Idol. Best dirty talk. What? Like, like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Every time I read a Katie Robert novel, I'm like, nothing's going to be better than the last one. And (laughs) And then then I read the next one. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Just. Katie Robert hits every single time. She really just. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She, she's our Lord and Savior. She you're, should make a living out of this. Yeah, she you should do I this mean? for a living. <laughs> she should really be making some money off of this. Yeah. I love her so much. My you spice. know what? Our special indie author, Katie Robert. Our guys, special. go support her. Go, guys, she go deserves support, it. Go support Katie Robert. <laughs> um, also, if you haven't read Katie Robert, pick a theme. Pick a theme and, and start wherever the fuck you want. You want monsters? She's got them. You want Greek mythology? She's got it. You want fairy tales? You got it. Yeah. You want mafia? You got it. Neon Gods is a great, great series that I am slowly working my way through. Wait, fairy tales? Yeah, man. Oh. There's the villain series. Oh no, not the villains. It's like Disney fairy tale villains. Oh no. I... It's like Disney fairy tale villains, and um, they're pretty good. Not me looking at it. <gasps> Wicked villains. Also, yes, Wicked villains. Also, all of Katie Roberts' books exist in the same universe. Period. Point blank. Oh, that's right. She also wrote the Court of the Vampire Queen. Oh yes, yes. Oh, I didn't finish it. You didn't finish like, that one. I still have like three hours left in the audiobook because I'm like I got overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah dnf in a different well, I'll way probably finish it but that is i didn't it. mention it because i will probably go back to it and finish it at some point um same as why i didn't mention crescent city which i also currently oh, have yeah. dnf'd because i will well, eventually so go back long. and listen to the last eight hours of that fucking book yeah um but i haven't yet i got annoyed because someone didn't tag their spoiler on tiktok mm. and i now have am living with a big spoiler for crescent city um and I have not yet to finish it. It's fine. <laughs> That's probably one of the worst things I've ever had spoiled for me. That's a really big reveal that... Um, That's one of the worst spoilers I've ever experienced um, before I got to it. And I think I was actively reading the book oh. when I stumbled across this video. Oh, that's so shitty. And yeah. So I will eventually go back and finish it, but I need... I needed to move and and that goes back (laughs) that goes back to the like post Gideon situation Mm -hmm. after I finished Gideon I was like what is the least plot raunchiest smut that I can find because I just need something you need a you need a palate palate cleanser cleanser of the of the worst dirtiest nastiest (laughs) just porn mindless mindless plotless porn yeah um to Get me past it. What was the book that I read after I read Gideon the first time? Let's find out. <laughs> oh, it was The Bastard's Bargain. It was one of Katie Roberts' mafia books. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> <Mafia>. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was uh, one of Katie Roberts' mafia books. Okay, so My Spiciest Peppers. Oh, yeah. Beatings from Krampus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, what you were just... 
describing. It was pretty fun. It was like, it was pretty, it was all spice. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it was nothing. And the fact else. that it was 80 pages and you described to me so many occurrences. So many different instances of sex happening and so many different flavors of it happening <laughs> and um so many different acts that we cover in that in that very short period of time um there's nothing going on in that book other than smut and that's fine that's what that's all it she was wrote. pretty fucking spicy um same vein um just going off of ratio of smut to book your dad will do by katie robert mm. is also a very short little guy mm-hmm. but um listen my ex-fiance left me and i'm gonna get with his dad my dad oh <laughs> i'm going to enter into a saw a dub saw a, a sub dom relationship with my ex-fiance's dad <laughs> by accident did. But that's what we're going to do. By accident. Well, it's not like she walked into the house and was like, I'm going to fuck your dad. I I think. If I'm remembering it correctly. I'm so intrigued. Um, It's not the only book I've read about fucking your ex's dad. (laughs) Well, the only one this year? No, it's it's not the only one. So that's why I'm like, my my memory's a little hazy. Um, That's not the only one. No, it's not the only. It's not the only. We'll get more into that later. Okay. (laughs) Um, and then, of course, Radley's Home for Horny Monsters. Oh, yeah. Uh, the whole series. That's spicy as hell. There's there's many different partners. God, there's lots I forgot of things it was happening. a series. There's uh-huh. more. Yeah. I've read the first two <laughs> because I'm committed to the audiobooks. Right. And there are more out that I could read, but I want to listen to them because I really liked the narrator. Um, <laughs> and she did such a good job. And uh, and I will continue to read them. Sure. <laughs> Very good. Those are all very spicy. And this was very hard to choose. Oh, I know. I that that was something I was intrigued by. I was like, what is Jillian gonna pick? I was spiciest pepper. Okay, if I'm gonna do spiciest pepper, it's gotta be like ratio of spice to book. Of of spice scenes to non-spice scenes needs to be very heavily leaning towards the spice side of that scale. In order to be considered for the spiciest pepper. Mm, you thought about this very differently than I did. I have so many spicy books on my list. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, How do I choose it? Yeah. So I picked the books that were the most spice. Yeah. Just overall um, volume. Overall volume of spice. Um, And also that I still liked. Yeah. Um, So... Do you have any special special one-off awards? Yeah, I there were some categories that I felt like I probably would have that you would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um like just the most beautiful book <gasps> that was I like have that too. Oh, you do. Okay. I have finest art piece. Finest art piece. Yeah. I, that's what I I have the most li- low like best literary art piece. So, just the most beautiful like poetry. I feel like we're going to say the same thing. We might say the same thing. Well, for me, because you haven't read it. Okay, maybe. I've re- recommended it before was okay. The Starless Sea. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Just gorgeous. Yes. But I think our runner-up, my runner-up Mine was Cersei. Gonna... Cersei. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I've mentioned The Starless Sea. We haven't talked about Cersei before, but my God. Cersei did nothing wrong. Cersei did nothing wrong. Period. Female rage. Female rage. Is all the rage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Female rage the book. 
female rage the book. I um I was so if you love a Greek mythology retelling, um first of all, get Odysseus on the phone. Get Odysseus on the phone. I'm I've got calling some his mom. choice words. <laughs> I'm calling his mom. And he's gonna get be grounded. Because <laughs> my God. And it's just so funny that we focus so much on Odysseus and we talk about his adventures and all of this stuff. And like I just love the fact that they describe him as being restless. He can't just sit anymore. Like yeah. he goes home and is absolutely just like grumpy and yeah. doesn't want to be there. And that's exactly what fucking happened. Like that's yeah. how the man lost his fucking marbles. Yeah. And 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 she was right. Cersei did nothing wrong. Cersei did nothing wrong. Um, Cersei was right every step of the fucking way um, from the Turn beginning. Turn those men into pigs. Turn the men into pigs. Because they are. It was art. Art. In the Ye- finest way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are going to continue. Is it Madeline Miller that wrote mm-hmm. Song of Achilles? Yeah. Okay, so we... We're going to do the most painful tandem read <laughs> that um, ever has been. Because it's like... First of all, we know how Madeline Miller writes because we both read Cersei. Yeah. And um, we also, theoretically, if you know anything about Greek mythology, you know what happens. You know what happens to Achilles. <laughs> and Patroclus. So I'm embrace I'm I'm bracing myself for pain. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I know it's gonna be a good pain. It's gonna be a good pain. It's gonna we're, be we're a very gonna, it's gonna be a good cry. We're gonna but we're gonna do a tandem read episode of that. What very, a way to open twenty twenty three. Very soon. <laughs> what a way to open twenty twenty three. Um so and uh speaking of that, yes. uh, I made a category that was called most emotionally destroyed by a book. <gasps> uh-huh. Which mm-hmm. was Gideon. Yeah, obviously. Gideon the Ninth obviously destroyed me. I, and ne- I will never be put back together again. Yeah. I am Humpty Dumpty. Ah, yeah. I am a, br- a broken eggshell on the ground. You will never put me back together again. I, I, that's all there is to say. We've talked about the book, but I just, I just absolutely destroyed my being. S- similar, similar vein. I gave the Lock Tomb series as a whole. Um, I will never be the same after reading this. Yeah. Um, award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will never be the same after reading that. I'm already, so I'm a little bit into Harrow at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this in kind of mid-December right now. Um, and just seeing the difference even from Gideon switching to Harrow and seeing the dynamic of how Tamsin writes and seeing the storytelling that she's able to do once she switches narrators, I... There truly is no writer I've ever confronted no. that's like her. And that's the thing is that, like, no spoilers for Nona, but reading the three books is like, oh, so Tamsin Muir is the real fucking deal and she can write anything. anything. Because tonally, these three books are similar, but entirely different at the same time. Yeah. And it's incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. Some of the most skillful writing, yeah, um, that I've read, and uh, you can't change my mind on that. Yeah, I like I like your uh, nomination of that category. I will never be the same. I will never be the same. Yeah, and yeah. I will also never shut up. This is my Joker, except I will be so much worse. <laughs> so um, much worse. And yeah, I um the runner up for that though uh, that I was emotionally destroyed. I really um 
dead romantics really also emotionally devastated me because of Oof. how they dealt with death. They Ooh. had such a beautiful, and it wasn't in like a, oh my God, pain. It was very just sort of death positive. Death positive and just so incredibly sweet mm-hmm. and heartfelt and the way the whole family interacted with each other yeah. and the fact that they said we're not this like ghost story we're our story, story is a love story and that just <laughs> that i know it gets me every time my heart my heart, my heart. <laughs> i have another category okay this is my only other category give it to me um one star reviewer that missed the point the most um, and there were many and there that were missed many, the point. There were many that missed the point, but this one is from the Dragon's Bride um, uh, Amazon reviews. Um, gratuitous porn. Halfway through, I tossed it. I only read that far because the storyline was interesting, for which this mess gets one star. Unbelievably, unbelievably filthy and unnecessary sex scenes and language. I'm no prude, but I, I'm thoroughly disgusted. Ugh, waste of money. I want a refund. What? <laughs> unnecessary sex scenes it's, you know the whole point of the story is that they're supposed to breed you right? know that this is dragon erotica right <laughs> you know what katie roberts right they say at the right? beginning of the contract you need to allow him to seduce you what you, do you think that means literally that's the point and <laughs> gratuitous porn my fa- i think my favorite song is when people approach these smut books not realizing they're smut dumbass <laughs> gavin here is a dumbass <laughs> or the person that read who, the cover like how do you even look at the cover <laughs> and think like it's a fucking clinch cover like i don't understand Such a clinch cover. It's, not, it's not like it's a cartoon cover that might be deceiving no it's a fucking clinch cover like you it know is. what's in between those pages it's fully a romance novel looking cover I, I, it's, it's like congratulations you win you got an award you missed the fucking point and <laughs> it, remi- it reminds me of that other person that um read that you brought up that read ruby dixon um ice planet barbarians and was like this is not a true science fiction novel that is so and you know what i would like to um amend that statement after reading further into the ice planet Barbarians series i am on the fourth or fifth book now um it is science fiction <laughs> it is hard science fiction a little bit it's a little bit softer than your hardest science Science fiction is not, but this is, but this is, it's not Dune. <laughs> no. But it's science Thank fiction. Thank God it's not Dune, though. <laughs> but this is science fiction. Yeah. <sighs> Love it. What was your overall best of the year? Yeah. Wrapping up this episode, the best book of the year. This was a tough one. Mm-hmm. This is so hard. I read some really good books, but um, the thing that overall just really got me from beginning to end, the story, the writing, the characters, the world building, was Gideon. I know. I put mine, my number one was the Lock Tomb series as a whole. You can't make me choose. I you will, can't make me choose. I will fight you. And I knew you were going to choose Gideon as well. Yeah. Because it just, I I was it's, blown away from beginning to end. I've never read anything like it. No. No. Ever. ever. No. My runner up was Wicked Beauty by Katie Roberts. <laughs> now that book. <laughs> that book was so fucking good. That is like one of my favorite 
And it really spicy was spicy like, books of all time. It really um Achilles and is it Patroclus? Patroclus, I Patroclus believe. Patroclus with Helen and man was I invested. I was invested as fuck. I was crying over this. Yeah, it was also Katie emotionally <laughs> damaging. I was emotionally damaged. I was so affected. I was like these guys like they they like I'm crying over the fact that it's like they believe in her so much but also at the end of the day they're all going up against. Yeah. And they were so supportive of her. And they were and so they... supportive, but also, like, and like they would support her, and then they would, like, kind of discount her in the same breath, and she would be like, you don't understand. And they'd be like, you don't understand. And she'd be like, but I just fucking like you guys. And they'd be like, I like you, but I'm going to win. And she'd be like, you don't understand. I'm going to win. <sighs> and I was so, so emotionally affected by that struggle. Mm-hmm. But also, it was so fucking hot Hot. (laughs) so hot it was so so hot and there were so many different layers to each scene there's so many each scene had so many good things going on it really did it really did yeah Yeah. i love katie robert i love 99.9 percent of the books by her that i've read and that is my favorite yeah Period. Point blank. You know what? Katie Robert, author of the year. Author of the year is absolutely <laughs> Katie Robert. Let's see. How many Katie Robert books did I read this year? Let's open my story graph. If you guys don't have a story graph, fucking get it. You're missing out. 15. 15 books from Katie Robert. Yeah, yeah. I read 15 yeah. Katie Robert books this year. By far my most read author of yeah. the year. There's only one that I didn't quite like. And... She also, I think, didn't like it because she's not continuing that series as of right now. Yeah. So I feel vindicated in that and I don't feel bad about it, but I love her. Yeah. I. If you like Smut and you haven't read Katie Robert, what are you doing? That she's Get on like, that. she's like the foundation. She, she lays the groundwork. Li- literally, she wrote the blueprint. And by wrote the blueprint, I mean she she absolutely didn't. There were so many Smut authors <laughs> before her. There are. But. She's oh my really, God. she's she's really hot right so now. So good. They're all good. Uh, I wrote for my runner up for best book of the mm-hmm. year and this was because mm-hmm. it helped get me out of the reading slump. It started this whole journey and I put a court of mist and fury. Yeah. Um that's all not a, valid a court of thorn and roses. Not Tamlin. You don't get to be a part of this Tamlin. Yeah. <laughs> But not you, Tam Tam. Not you, Tam Tam. But A Court of Mist and Fury, Reese just like giving Feyre so much autonomy, so much, just so much power, so much like loving her, all this stuff. It just like, it helped bring me out of a slump in my oh, reading, yeah. that whole series. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Taylor for introducing it to us. Yeah, shout out to Taylor. If only she'd fucking read A Court of Silver Flames. I know. Get on the Nesta train. Hey, Taylor? <laughs> Taylor. Taylor? I'm, I'm just talking to you right now, okay? Everyone else can, like, take their headphones Fucking get on board. Fucking get, get on board. board with Nesta before I punch you in your fucking head. Choo choo, motherfucker. Because honestly, I feel like at this point, if you don't like Nesta, you like me. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the game we're gonna play. And that's the game we're gonna play. If I 
honestly, the Court of Silver Flames rivals a Court of Mist and Fury for yeah. me for the best yeah. uh, Akatar book. Yeah. Also, Big Boy Cassian. That's sweet. That's my daddy. <laughs> Zaddy, in fact. Like, that is the thing, is I love Reese, and I loved their dynamic, and I loved him in A Court of Mist and Fury, and I love, 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 love. However, I don't think that Reese and me as a person would, would work. No. It wouldn't work. No. I think I could get with Cassian, though. Yeah. I think I, me and Cassian could <laughs> yeah. work. I feel like, I feel like me and Cassian are kind of similar, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> This is like I uh, Andrew posted a picture of we Andrew and I went to dinner uh, last week and he posted a picture from our dinner in the family chat and my brother in law John who's seventeen was like uh, a hand a Beth because he was making a joke about my my hair because I just got my hair done and I have like a I have a bleached streak in the front but mm-hmm. it was overtoned so it kind of looked gray and so that was the joke and I was like here's the thing though John is that. You've made a fatal error in this um, because I'm the Percy. You are. I'm Percy and Andrew's Annabeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are definitely. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't unsee it like, now. I, you've made a, like, and also Percy had the streak and he has dark hair. Otherwise, yeah. like, uh, like. I am just femme Percy. Yeah. And Andrew is mask Annabeth. Like, that's just the way that it is. If you had a... Who would you be your Greek godparent? <sighs> see, I've never been able to decide. My gut says Hermes. Mmm. I can see that. I can see that. Gut says Hermes. I unfortunately feel like mine's boring. I think mine would be one of the boring gods, if I'm being honest. <laughs> You better, you better watch your mouth. They might be listening. <laughs> I know they might be listening. Which one are you thinking? I better not be, and better not be one particular one who would be really pissed about you calling her boring. <laughs> it might be that one. <laughs> you have, a, I know you've read a lot and you know better than that. I do. You're right. I know you know better than to say that out loud. <laughs> on before anybody hears me before, before i get before struck you, before with before you get smoked <laughs> um, get smoked um yeah that was our books of the year happy 2022 happy, everybody happy, happy reading happy end of 2022 yeah happy happy new year i hope your 2023 <laughs> is filled with uh more books more smut more dragons and more of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I hope you get filled in 2023. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for coming. No. Thanks for listening to our show. For more content from us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at a podcast of smut and dragons. If you want to follow either of us individually, you can find me, Maggie, on Instagram and TikTok at TeaWithMargaret, and Jillian on Instagram and TikTok at JillianKeishlinArt. We'll put in the description how to spell that. Leave us a comment and say hi, guys. We would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read, any book reviews, any books you'd like us to recommend in the future. 
Also, please be lovely and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a little sassy little review. Tell us we sound nice. 